Hey everyone, it's ya boy. Just popping in at the start here to give a little disclaimer. Uh, we had a slight microphone issue. Uh, I should say I, Kyle, had a slight microphone issue. Uh, I think my audio ended up being recorded using my laptop mic instead of the beautiful podcasting mic I normally use. So I sound a little echoier and farther away than I normally do. And then on top of that, as the recording went on, the laptop uh, I was using started running its fan, and so that ended up adding more noise to my track. So I tried to uh, bring the noise down when I wasn't speaking. Hopefully it's not too distracting, but I just wanted to give a little explanation as to why that is in there. Okay, shouldn't happen again. I'm making a half promise because I didn't want this to happen in the first place. But uh, now that I know what I did, uh, I think I will be able to avoid it in the future. Okay. (sighs) Now that that's out of the way, enjoy. Chase your dreams, they're straight up gold. Live your life, that's what I was told. No ideas, they don't exist. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number 27 of Scratch Track. As always, I am Darren Lammers. And I'm Kyle Dykema. And today we have a guest. We have a guest. He is a returning guest. We have Brett Cotty. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, I think I'm the reigning champ on this one. <laughs> I still, yeah, this do is I like have your... the highest number still? Or I believe so. I think it's between you. Like for streams? Yes. Or for listens? For listens. I don't think it's... You probably do. It's like you don't Wait. even care about your fans and how many people are listening to episodes. You, <laughs> you give the people what I they want. I just haven't looked in a long time. It's been a you while. You think we have fans. That's that's great. I I am You have mm-hmm. you have regular re- listeners. My wife is one of them. <laughs> I know. I feel like And she she's going to look at this episode and be like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she won't listen to this one. She doesn't like this guest. Skip. Do you have you listened to your own episodes, Brett? No. Never. Mm. No. I I don't think I would either. I well, I mean, technically, I listen. I listen to all of my episodes because I have to edit these. So <laughs> I listen that to. Uh, I have to listen to myself. Yes, yeah. I get used to it. No, I, I, I'm very thankful that you edit these because I, I don't like the way that I sound on mic. I feel really. I feel like I have a lot more nasally of a voice than I think I do. Yeah. Or you know, you know, when you like think you're good at an impression of somebody. And then you listen back to it. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't sound like them at all. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I've been looking like an idiot trying to sound like Scorsese. You were spot on in your head, though. It was perfect in your. Well, head. Well, I think they they yep. say it's because your um your voice uh vibrates your skull, and so you hear your voice mm-hmm. more resonantly than than it projects into the world. Yes, but I <laughs> I really hate it when it's just like, oh, I I th- I feel like I sound a lot whinier than I actually think in my head. Or like I right. like this persona that I've constructed of myself is thrown off because I actually hear myself and I don't like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, that's podcasting. We just have to. Mm-hmm. That's podcasting, baby. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, it seems like you're in the wrong business, Darren. If you don't want to hear your voice. I don't know that podcasting is the one. For no, you. I don't have to hear my own voice. I just have to. I just have to say what's on my mind, and then I let Kyle mm-hmm. listen to my voice all day. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I sit back and sip some tea and 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 rake in the money, just <laughs> rake it in that money. Uh, squ- yeah, yeah. We haven't negotiated how much I'm getting paid for this. Mm. Uh, do we want to do that now, yeah. or do you want to do it a little bit later? Well, what do you want? I feel like back when we were, <laughs> what, what's your going rate? <laughs> I think before it was like a cup of coffee and maybe yeah. a drink. That's what I was going to say. Back when we used to do these in person, that was sort of a payment. We would offer drinks and... and uh, that is true. You know. I know. What are, we, yeah. what are we drinking? What are we drinking now? I got, I got, I got tea. I got water. Yeah. I have some water, like a cool guy. <laughs> wow, you both got water. We're killing it. Step, yeah. step it up. Hey, hydration is key. That's true. I need to drink more water. Do you, do you guys drink a water bottle a day? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd probably drink more than that. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm at like I'm a water. I'm fiend. at like four or five today. <laughs> He's a real water horse. Um, does your uh, like does your water bottle go everywhere with you? Usually, yeah. I mean, well, everywhere is uh, maybe an overstatement, but like, I'll whenever I'm driving somewhere, I'll put it in my car with me. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've just never yeah. been one of those people to carry like a Nalgene or like a like a a metal water bottle around with me. And there's, and there's people who have it's, enormous, like enormous canisters and they drink that, mm-hmm. they drink probably three or four of them. It's not just the whole can. Yeah. It's like they refill that. And I just don't understand. I'm like, how, how do you have room for that much liquid slash like <laughs> in your body? <laughs> well, I, I understand. I understand uh, what happens to said water, but I also am just so confused sometimes where it's like, I don't know how you love water that much that you would drink it all day. And like in such glorious amounts i feel like for me it it started like when i was in high school and i ran track and cross country and i feel like just being hydrated was always like emphasized especially for like running and stuff Mm -hmm. and so i just got in the habit of doing it and now like it's it's literally so much of a habit that if i don't have water i like feel gross you you get the shakes or like yeah yeah (laughs) start going through having water with shawls Uh, but like, I'll just feel like, like, I feel like it might just be in my head to a certain extent. Obviously dehydration is a real thing, but like, I do feel that if I don't have water for like an hour or two, I'm like, nah, I need, I feel dry. <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> Things are wrong. <laughs> nah. Nah. Mm, my lips. Mm, my. Oh. Yeah. It's funny. Cause there's been such a push for people staying hydrated that um, they've actually seen more people have serious problems. I think a couple people have died in marathons from overhydration. No. Because people are so worried about being hydrated that they drink too much, and then the symptoms look very similar, and then people are ending up dying because they're drinking too much water during the race or, like, pre? I think it's a lot of pre, and they're just so obsessed with trying to be (laughs) – have it perfect. This is how I'm gonna die. <laughs> I know. I, I I love how it's like it's like being gaslit into drinking more water because you have similar symptoms to being dehydrated. Yeah. If you're like, yeah, it's like no, you need to drink more water. You you don't you you don't yeah. have enough yet. I remember also when yeah. I was in high school, there was a radio station. I don't remember if it was local or just some nation nationwide story that I uh, heard about, but like it was during the uh, the time of the Nintendo Wii. And the radio station was giving away. It was it was uh, a holding a competition for who could hold their Wii to win a Wii, 
So it was like people were drinking water and then like not peeing. And I think a woman died because of that. This is gross. (laughs) She died? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. I don't remember exactly all the details, but I do remember that. Yeah. I I, I know (laughs) she did not explode. (laughs) That's like... That's like the people that, uh, did you ever go to the mall and they had, they had the hands on a hard body, like the, like you put your hand on the car and like the last person to leave, like gets the car. Do you know about that? Did that happen at malls? I know about that, but I thought that was like kind of a like game show thing or something. I think, I think as a child, I remember seeing it at a mall where there were definitely people like touching the car and it was like the last person still touching the car, Mm -hmm. uh, could win and i thought of that it was just like if you had to go to the bathroom like that is such a dilemma but like do you think people like got too smart and like started to wear diapers to these things mm-hmm. and would like they go in there up. they die they they dipe up and <laughs> <laughs> they dab up and they dipe up and uh yeah you really gotta prepare you yeah. gotta be like no water before yes you gotta be kind of dehydrated you don't want to have <laughs> anything in your stomach that's gonna be a problem <laughs> I wonder if you got to be in it for the long haul. Well, I, I mean, like... people do wear diapers to the uh, the um, New Year's, the New Year's Eve in Times Square. Yeah, that's gross. Because like when they show yes. when they show like uh, what's their faces like Jenny McCarthy and uh, uh, <laughs> George Lopez like or not I don't George know if Lopez. They're wearing diapers. No, no, no. But like when when they're sho- <laughs> when they're showing them on camera, the all the people you see behind them just are wearing diapers. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably. for probably for like the first time in a long time, and that's weird to me. I mean, maybe how maybe long do you Anderson think you would Cooper have to hold well. your bladder for in that situation? <laughs> to then go into a diaper well, or to die? Well, like for for a New Year's, <laughs> like what is the point where you're deciding that your two choices are diaper or die? Yeah. When you're deciding diaper is a better option oh, than just holding it. Well, I think part of it is like you have to literally be there all day to secure a, you know, televised spot, essentially. It's like front well, I could do front row. Like, do you, you think know. there's like a service? I could do 12 hours. You could, tw- you could hold your pee for 12 hours? Oh, yeah. You're what also probably drinking alcohol, though. You're also probably well, yeah, drinking you alcohol. You've got to commit to no alcohol in that situation. <laughs> Then why do you even care about being like? Isn't that part of the like experience of, have, of the New Year's Eve? Like, I have zero idea. I have no <laughs> desire. New Year, New Year's is my least favorite holiday. It's the worst holiday of all time. I one hundred percent agree. I well, that, I, is it really a holiday though, or it's more just like a marking of occasion? Like, I know it's a holiday, but that like, is a, that is what a holiday is. Yeah, but it's different than something like Christmas or Thanksgiving, where it's it, the a day was chosen. You know. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, they it, they it, chose it, this New day. Yeah. If I'm, I guess I mean, if New Year's Day was not a holiday, it would still be New Year's Day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I I feel like I feel like it is just a human tendency to try to make occasions out of small things, and you know, this is a big thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, but it's also like, but like Brett said, it is just a day decided on of like, okay, this is now going to be the new. This is going to be the end of the 365 days that we have figured out mathematically right. and like through stars and seasons and solar systems that this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be the day that we start the year over. <laughs> now, I would argue that that is like just as like meaningless as say like a gender reveal. This is true like it's true when you break it down to that level. Yes, the the concept of a year is a human invention. 
You are right. Yes. But <laughs> yes. Well, y- yes and no. I mean, we still got seasons. Right. And stuff. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. No, but it's literally just saying like, "Yay, it's a new year!" Like, look, we recognize it. Right. That, that. Yeah. That's about it. Well, and it's just another excuse for us to try and find a way to party during the winter time when it's. That's miserable. what I'm saying. <laughs> Which I didn't really understand until I moved to Michigan how much you need all of these holidays to try and make it through. <laughs> so, so you don't think that if, um, if for whatever reason we decided that the year starts over in the middle of summer, it would not be as a celebration? Nobody would. Nobody would care. What? That's Fourth of ridiculous. July. People are like, "Nah, I'll shoot some fireworks off." They'll probably <laughs> do the same thing for New Year's. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say Fourth of July and New Year's are basically just the same holiday. One just celebrates a country. <laughs> also made up. <laughs> also made up. Also, also, I would say that the, like maybe this is an unpopular opinion. I don't like the Fourth of July. Ooh, I like Fourth of July. I'm I like all of the 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 barbecuing, the outside, all of that uh-huh. parts. The, okay. the fireworks less so, but yeah, fireworks suck. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I guess dog. I'm in somewhere in the middle on on it. I'm agnostic on the Fourth of July. <laughs> what is what are what which holidays are you passionate about, Kyle? Well, I feel like we talked about this on the show before. I do really love Halloween. Uh, we, we're time stamping this, but we are in, are on the Halloween season currently. Um, Halloween. Although slaps. I am not, I don't get excited about dressing up. I I just like the atmosphere, and it's partially just because I, I like fall. But I yeah. also do like watching horror movies and like, you know, uh, a, 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 a seasoning of the macabre <laughs> floating around my life. <laughs> I heard of the season of the witch, but season of the macabre. Um, yeah. I, 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 I do love the atmosphere and I like the colors and like like today in, in Texas, it's a very like dreary day. So it feels especially fall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like I like really look forward to that time mm-hmm. so ha- halloween rules yeah yeah it's kind of the kickoff too to a really fun like the atmosphere is fun all the way until christmas and then everything just kind of falls apart yeah. november's that, atmosphere that, that fun though what's like yeah i mean thanksgiving yeah. is nice yeah because like... it's like it's just starting to like you've come down from halloween you're starting to be like okay what are we doing for thanksgiving uh-huh. And then Christmas is just starting to get like the dollar stores got Christmas stuff up mm-hmm. and all the all the places are starting to push Christmas down your throat. Although <laughs> right. that's happening, I think. now. Yeah, I was so. like, I feel Definitely. like that's happening at Halloween. I was seeing Halloween decorations. I was listening to some oh, uh, I... Christmas music this morning. It's fine. <laughs> See, I'm I'm uh... I'm I'm anti that. It's it's December 1st for Christmas music. Look, yeah, it's 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 just do you do you listen to it all year round, Brett, or or you just start? It generally starts. It starts around this time. Hmm. Okay. And then it goes well past. See, Christmas. see, I this is how I feel about it. I'm not gonna get mad if someone wants to listen to a Christmas song at any time. Like, who cares? But like, I feel like I feel yes. like if you're gonna choose to start at a certain point, October is a weird time to choose to start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Well, it's better than the people who like who the people who created. <laughs> christmas in july as like an excuse to like yeah 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 you know keep that going but or it was mostly that was mostly just a as like a sales thing right it's like advertising yeah of like we're yeah. having a christmas in july sale come buy a santa flavored pizza <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh, guys. Okay. Question, question, question for the group. Question for the group. What do you put on your Santa's pizza? Is there a Christmas type pizza? Maybe I feel not. like if I feel like if you have like so you green do... peppers and red peppers. Right. Yeah. 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 You could do that. Or you could like. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead, Brett. I think I think you do like a. Uh, I think you do cookie like your Christmas cookie as your oh out as your dough. Yes. And then you do fudge, and then you do marshmallows. Oh, it's like a dessert. And mm. then on top, you sprinkle it with what? What are you? What's you peppermint? Do, maybe. Yeah, I was like candy cane, peppermint. That'd be real good. Yeah. Oh, this actually sounds mm. good. <laughs> uh, the the pizza that you were describing reminded me of like a Lunchables pizza <laughs> when it was like like the Lunchables dessert pizza. If you remember that, like it was like chocolate frosting and then M and M's, and they're like it's pizza. You're like, was sure, that a whole? Sure it is. Uh, <laughs> lunchable in and uh, onto itself was the dessert one i believe i believe there were some that were just like dessert pizzas yes so it's basically saying like this is your lunch dessert <laughs> yeah i mean we all we all lived through the late 90s early 2000s there was a lot of weird like like selling yeah. selling kids on uh what's healthy or like snack food like we for sure i feel like we have recently come out of the like awful food section or maybe that's just like me getting older and like making better choices but also i don't see that marketed to kids as much it's uh yeah, i still drink I, I still drink my tang because it's what the astronauts drink Darren, <laughs> so it has to be good for you oh tang do the do the astronauts uh drink it in zero g's that's a good question I, they never really went into like do they like kind of pour it into the air and then like Float it, float into it, and like. They seem it to in, imply in that the they mostly just give it to the animals that they're experimenting on in there with the ape that's flying <laughs> around. But I would assume that they drink <laughs> sometimes as well. Wait, 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 is that based off the marketing for Tang and just like the monkey that they that was the I almost said spokesperson, <laughs> yes. but monkeys can't speak. monkeys can't speak. Oh uh, yeah, we wasn't he. <laughs> Hi, I'm Monkey, spokesperson for Tang. <laughs> Uh, uh, on in relation to that uh you know there used to be like monkey movies you know yes where like there would be like the movie was like about a monkey uh that was like yeah. a friend to a child or something yes uh where did, what happened to those bring those back <laughs> that's that's true there was like there, there was that one where the monkey played hockey MVP. that was like by the air yeah. that was like MVP. by the air yeah, most, yeah, yeah. most valuable MVP. Dunstan, Dunstan checks in <laughs> most valuable primate and Dunstan checks in is another one. Dunstan oh, checks yeah. in. And like, wait, wasn't there a detective? Wasn't there a detective one with like Danny Glover or like that somebody? Sounds, that sounds totally true. Yes, <laughs> it's like Danny Glover and like a like an orangutan. I oh, believe boy. it. Isn't that lethal weapon? Keep so. Yes, Mel Gibson is the orangutan. This orangutan was yelling at his wife, calling her a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think they should bring that back. You know, there's too much reliance on CG animals now. We gotta Agreed. have the real deal. There, were, they did that Call of the Wild movie, and the dog was just fake. It's like get a real dog. Oh, yeah, that is. Harrison sad. Ford it, wants a real dog. Yeah, I, I, I do, I do want those like, those animal buddy movies that like, that came out in the, in the '90s. I want those back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think we've given up on a, a beautiful. I mean, maybe maybe the theatrical market is dying. Uh, eh. uh, COVID, even unrelated, 
but these things could find a place on Netflix. What animal hasn't been used in like an animal buddy movie? Mm. What, what 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 do we what do we want to see in the next? Well, there's definitely classic farm animals have have kind of covered the bases. We've got our we got the pig movies. Yep. You've got dogs. You've got some cat movies. Has there been a kangaroo movie? Kangaroo Jack. Oh yeah, there was that one. There was that. I don't know if he was mm. their buddy, but it was a kangaroo <laughs> movie. I don't remember like... anything about that movie. That's probably good. Yeah, it's probably for the best. The one probably. thing I know about that movie is that Make some space. You, all of the uh, all of the advertisements for Kangaroo Jack featured him rapping. He was like a rapping kangaroo. Yes, I do I remember that. that. And yeah, it, and, and in the actual movie, he's a real kangaroo, and the rap the rap scene is a dream sequence. It's very disappointing. It's false advertising. <laughs> yeah, he's not actually a rapping kangaroo. They just had a dream about a rapping kangaroo. But if I ever See, saw a commercial with a rapping kangaroo, I'd be like, "Oh, they're selling me tang." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, he was in space. Yeah. <laughs> what I think we should do, I think we should package all of these together, right? And we'll take okay. these and all the old Hallmark movies that are being these cheesy, romantic Hallmark movies, right. and then just make the Christian streaming service, and then just sell, <laughs> we're going to sell people with animals that they like, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> movies about Christmas, and... Yeah. People with um, animals, people with people. God's not dead. And then people with God. I think, uh, well, yeah, there's like, I feel like it's almost just like a a Mad Libs at this point. You kind of can just like, you like pick an animal and you pick a, pick a, uh, some sort of like romantic drama. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's, is it like a failing marriage or is it like a, a a woman who's too focused on her job and Uh doesn't see the handsome (laughs) orangutan in front of her? (laughs) Wait, I'm wait, telling wait. you, I there love... is there is a real spot in the market for this. If you guys mm-hmm. want to make a couple, <laughs> couple mil. Now I'm imagining. Just... All right, here it is. This is my pitch. It's about a it's about a zookeeper woman who's to- too focused on her job. <laughs> she doesn't oh recognize God. the beautiful orangutan in front of her. <laughs> uh, and it's set at Christmas time, obviously. Always, yeah. Everything and is Christmas. Yeah. Yep. And there's definitely like at the end of the movie a very dramatic moment where like she's like like frankenstein style like hunted by the townspeople and cornered in the zoo and she gives a very like sweet speech basically about bestiality <laughs> and why yeah, it's I don't okay think that we could put that one on our christian network <laughs> i'm gonna call it'll be called uh dunstan checks out the woman <laughs> any which way but i don't know i got nothing uh, uh I, I feel like I thought about this earlier. I feel like those movies kind of went away when like, yeah, like CGI animals like uh, Zootopia yeah. and like and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Secret Life of Pets and like all those other ones came out. It was like, no, we're not going to use real animals anymore. Also, can you imagine like trying to work with those like those Hollywood animals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is probably better for like the animals well-being that they are in movies. Yeah. <laughs> just crushing all of these animals' dreams. All these animals that grew up watching Homeward Bound thinking they were going to be a star 
It's like someday I'll be on that screen. This, what we're describing is basically just BoJack Horseman. This is just basically mm, mm. the premise of that show. It is set. It is sad when you find out how many Milo and Otis's died uh, making Milo yeah. and Otis. Yeah. It's That's just, where the CGI animals maybe are okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, on this pizza, I would put... <laughs> I would maybe put... I don't know. Like, I, 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 I like... I like Christmas candy. I like peppermint. I, I would go for some of that uh, Christmas bark, if you all know what I'm talking about, that like peppermint bark, mm-hmm. putting a little bit of that on there. I'm trying to think of like what my cheese equivalent would be. It's got to be something melty. Minty cheese sounds so gross. Oh, that is <laughs> disgusting, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there um, are certain things that just should not be, and minty cheese is one of them. I I love Halloween, but I I think I like Christmas a little bit better. I think I would mm-hmm. get. I think I get into the Christmas spirit a little bit better. Well, I've got a movie for you. It's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I have never seen that actually. Oh, really? It is a blind Nor spot for I. me. Really? Did you watch it on Halloween? Honestly, I don't remember. I mean, I feel like we would. Like it is. It is the age-old question of whether it's more of a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie. It's, I think it's more of a Halloween movie. I feel like it's an okay. Like that's your. You do it like. Halloween day or the day after and it kind mm-hmm. of makes that transition into mm-hmm. the next it does, season. It starts in the Halloween setting and Christmas gets mm-hmm. all mixed up in it. Counterpoint, uh, you watch it on Thanksgiving, the bridge between <laughs> Halloween and Christmas. I have I have a Thanksgiving I have a Thanksgiving uh, music video for you. No. It's a really <laughs> yeah, no, beautiful no, thing. No. <laughs> Don't, don't, I don't want that. From from so the beautiful, know, from but... the people that brought you Rebecca Black, Thanksgiving. <laughs> mm-hmm. For what for, for people that don't know what we're talking about, most people are remember the Friday video by Rebecca Black, you know Friday song. Yes. Um, the same company they they just like make music videos with pre written songs that then like they, you know, you can pay an, an absorbent amount of money to uh to appear in like a video and sing the song and they have a thanksgiving one it's on their channel uh i don't even remember who the singer is you know some other uh uh, anonymous teenage girl it's Uh, definitely worth your time pause this go let's go watch it do you remember what it's called is it just called thanksgiving it's called thanksgiving Thanksgiving. okay thanksgiving yeah yeah uh uh oh it's thanksgiving (laughs) oh yeah wow we 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 we're gonna have a good time maybe let's uh let's go to a break now and we'll uh we'll transition (laughs) with that song just for a little taste yes oh that would be wonderful all right We'll be right back. Enjoy a piece of uh, of this Thanksgiving song. Mashed potatoes. Hey! <laughs> Welcome back to Scratch Track. Uh, hope you enjoyed that Thanksgiving song. <laughs> yeah, I just got done watching the Thanksgiving song, and uh, uh, that girl looks like a doll. I don't like her. 
That company must have a song for like every holiday. Yeah, I I really wonder if or every like... day. <laughs> Labor oh. Day. The Labor Day <laughs> song. I was going to say there's not enough 4th of July songs, so we should really mm. Yeah. Uh, except for the national anthem and yeah. uh all, <laughs> the, all American the American songs. Song. Yeah. Proud to be it's... an American. Have you uh, have you heard of this genre called country? Because I think that's just <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's their big day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you don't, um, don't hear too many country Thanksgiving songs, which <laughs> kind of a missed opportunity if you think about it. Yeah, why not? It's true. Thanksgiving's well, the American Thanksgiving is a very oorah America holiday. <laughs> look, at, look at these Indians we were friends with and then slaughtered later. <laughs> we, we don't need to talk about what happens to them oh, after sorry, that sorry. day. When they were really nice, and we had a great <laughs> time, and then uh, fast forward, it's good now. <laughs> <laughs> fast forward, and then Trail of Tears. <laughs> well, then we skipped that part. We skipped that part. Yeah. We, don't, we, we don't like talking about the bad things that we've done in our history. No, Squanto was our bud. We loved him. Yeah, we had we had all sorts. Sacagawea is on the dollar, the <laughs> coin. So, I think we're good what, now. What more do they want? <laughs> <laughs> They're on our money, okay. Uh, remember Sacagawea coins? That was like a big deal. Those are awesome. Do they not do you... exist anymore? Well, no. I mean, I was trying to think. It's I mean, like no one really uses coins anymore. No, but I also am like, I don't think I've seen one for a long time, and I, I wonder if younger people do remember those coins. I feel like the... <laughs> <laughs> yes, physical money. Yeah, I remember coins. Uh, that was weird. You ever hear about this? <laughs> no, we you always got them coins? at, um, we got them at the light rail. Because anytime you'd put money mm-hmm. in the light rail, mm-hmm. and then they'd just give you those dollar yep. coins back, and you're like. Cool, I have $7 in coins now. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Here's five pounds for my yeah, pocket. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Rattle it around. Do you guys ever have the half dollar coins, which are even bigger? Mm-hmm. I those got those. They're like, they're like. That's big. perfect we... for all the podcast listeners. <laughs> yep. Guys, they're about this big. Oh. See? This big. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Um, I, I would get those. Well, Okay, question to the group. Um, when y'all lost your teeth uh, as children, <laughs> not as adults. Really <laughs> presumptuous of you. When, you. when you guys lost your baby teeth, did you do the whole, like, put it under your pillow, and you'd wake up, and mom and dad gave you some money? Yes. Yeah, but it was I, always small amounts of money. Mm-hmm. I, didn't make a, I didn't make a killing doing that. No, I mean, teeth are worthless. I mean... <laughs> yeah, but, like, some kids get, like, five bucks. I got yeah, like a couple pennies and a paper clip. Pennies. Wow, you got pennies. A paper clip. <laughs> it was probably it was probably more like a quarter. Just whatever's in dad's yeah. pocket at a given time. <laughs> I think I think it was a quarter. Go. Why, I got a used a scratch mend. ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, dad. And the coin that he scratched it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. mon- well, this is a Chuck E. Cheese token. <laughs> Wait, that actually that might be, be more valuable that to a child. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, they a child would find more value in that than anyone. Yeah, but if you get was, a Chuck E. Cheese was... coin, that's like a promise that you're going to Chuck E. Cheese. You don't right. want to set them up that way. <laughs> right, that was the problem. It's like, oh, so great for the kid, and then you realize you would have to go to Chuck E. Cheese afterwards, which <laughs> is not what you want to do as a parent. I don't think. Did you, you know? Did you guys know that Chuck E. Cheese 
Because I know this because I see it on, you know, like the app, like DoorDash for delivery. Yes. So it'll tell you all the local places that you can get food. And there is a pizza one that is, is actually Chuck E. Cheese, but under a different name. And they what? did this to like trick people <laughs> into ordering. It's like, it's like, uh, Chuck's what is pizza? Because there's a Chuck E. Cheese not that far is it from like, Is it like Chuck's um, pizza or something like that? No, no. It's like, it's like. Oh, I'm going to look at it and see if it's on there that, right I, now. I love this idea of somebody being like, I am really craving a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, so good. It just really hits but the spot. I want to pay somebody to bring this to me. That's the thing is it's, is it's like they're not telling you that it's Chuck That's E. Cheese. so weird. Yeah, that is strange. I, well, I, but I don't like that. Chuck E. Cheese is kind of notoriously bad pizza. Correct. But I think I've been to Chuck E. Cheese once in my see. lifetime. I think I have been to it maybe once as a child. There, there, I definitely remember going to a Chuck E. Cheese-esque place. I think it was called like Adventure Zone or something like that. Like something generic. And like, you know, mm-hmm. ball pits and tubes to run through and video games. Cool, fun time yeah. area. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know my business. <laughs> Starting that up soon. Yeah, we... uh. I went for my ninth birthday because it was my golden birthday, but I was sick that day, throwing oh. up all morning. Oh. And I was, my mom was like determined, and so she she went and we picked up a couple people from school that were supposed to go to the birthday party, and we went to the birthday party, and oh my god, I think I only threw up once on the car ride, so it was pretty good. I thought the story was going to lead to you throwing up in the tubes. No, I, I shook it off by the time I got to Chuck E. Cheese. But then wow. <laughs> the Chuck E. Cheese little, um, they give you like one of those little straws. It's built into the whole cup. It's a beautiful thing. But that was always, <laughs> that was anytime I was sick, I would drink Sprite out of that. And it was a cure-all. That thing worked every time to fix uh, yeah. your getting, upset stomach. Remember getting Sprite as a kid when you were sick or like 7-Up? That was It weird. was the best. Yeah. Kyle, did you find it? It always worked. I did. So I'm on DoorDash right now. It's uh, it's it's under Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. That's Ooh, the name that of the is... order. You, when you click on it, it says it never says the words Chuck E. Cheese, but it does say a concept by CEC Entertainment Incorporated. Chuck <laughs> E. Cheese. Uh huh. <laughs> that is so great. Yeah. It's a mile away, so that's that's correct for where I am. How are the wings? I don't know. I've never ordered from it. <laughs> Wait, you haven't ordered? No. This feels like a thing you have to do now. No. We all, I have for no the interest. sake of the podcast, everybody yes. wants to know. Yeah, I mean, now that you've said it here. If I had not read that this was happening online, it may have happened. It could have happened to me. could have happened to anyone. You know? Yeah. They're just like, oh, what's a local pizza place? I haven't heard of this. Could be good. Try it out. <laughs> Why is my pizza covered with tokens? <laughs> the best part would be if you ordered it and it comes in like a box that just says Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, yes, that would just be like, wonderful. What the what? <laughs> I'd love it if it uh, if it came and then subsequently in another box there was like a whack a mole game that mm-hmm. you like could play while you're eating it. And it's like ah, oh, it's like the real experience. Uh, at the bottom, it does it does name Chuck E. Cheese. It says a concept by CEC Entertainment Inc. Incorporated, owner and operator of Chuck E. Cheese and Peter Piper Pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds awful. Peter yeah. Piper. But pizza. they've got their it's got its own like fancy logo of Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. It's like its own. It, they're I just trying like to trick people. I don't trust that. I didn't know that was allowed. 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's like a shell corporation. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I guess. But it comes yeah. from Chuck E. Cheese, though. It's not like comes. From, it's not like a different restaurant that has that name on it. Well, yeah, but when they're delivering it, it's completely different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it really enhances the flavor in the delivery. <laughs> really, when it sits in some dude's car, that's <laughs> when it really the flavor bakes some teenager's in teenager's car yeah. bringing it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyways, to bring it back, I uh, would get fifty cent pieces whenever I lost a tooth. That was what I. Uh, would wake up in the morning and find under my pillow. So I have like a ton of those, nice. but it but yeah. it's, but it is weird because it's this enormous coin, but it's only fifty cents. Like it's really not that much money, and I probably have yeah. like well, how many teeth do you have as a child? Twenty, twenty four. I'm not a dentist, but anyways, uh, no. I have I have a bunch of those somewhere like in my parents' house. I don't know what I'm going to use them for. Probably for my own children's teeth as well <laughs> just pass them oh, down that's brilliant. From generation to generation yeah yeah this is what i got you can only have one kid though that's fine it's probably better for like that whole overpopulation of the earth thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> or 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 two kids with Ooh. half teeth explain <laughs> <laughs> i just like somehow due to some you know genetic uh, one has a top row only no, 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 a top no. row and the other has a bottom row i got an idea on this what if you just every time that they lose one tooth you have to yank a second one out mm. and that should even yourself out so that you can get through two kids right yeah 25 cents per tooth oh no or you cut the coins in half <laughs> i think that's a little more difficult yeah, it's, it's 25 <laughs> but the real now. person who lost their tooth will say no it's not just like when you cut a hundred dollar bill in half it's fifty dollars that's that's yeah, facts. I, I don't think that's how it works. No, I think it is. I've, I've, okay, I've done it. Um, uh-huh. So uh, uh-huh. we uh, we did have a plan to uh, to talk about a uh, a topic in this segment. If you guys wanted to yes. uh, transition, or we could keep talking about Chuck E. Cheese and teeth and everything. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Leave it up to the imagination. Yeah. Um, we don't, we'll, we'll go to this well a lot, probably. So let's uh, let's let's not run the, it dry. The Chuck E. Cheese well or the tooth well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> sure. No, it. the Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese well. We'll do some updates. That Maybe. definitely sounds like a place that you're trapping <laughs> oh, no. children. It's Chuck E. Cheese well. <laughs> oh no! It's actually... Hillary's keeping them in the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> well. <laughs> Crooked Hillary. This is like a sub. <laughs> the children save there's, the children. The, the the pizza. See, there's the oh, pizza and wings subsidiary, hold on, hold on. but then there's the Chuck E. Cheese well subsidiary where they it's where they get water and where they DoorDash delivering children. <laughs> See, this is this we're gonna bring it full circle because this is the moment we make our movie, our remake of a Lassie oh. movie where somebody fell in the somebody fell in the well in the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> well, and so the dog has to save them. <laughs> All right, but it, I want to change it to a monkey, though. Uh, the monkey has yes, to save it. It's them. a monkey that finds the yeah. children. I don't know. The barking really, it had an effect. It touches you deep down. Who In this movie, can it be like, well, who are the big uh, <laughs> Lifetime movie players? Oh, I thought you were going to say, who are the big dogs these days? <laughs> who are the big dogs? <laughs> the big famous dogs out there. Who, who can we afford? Uh, uh, Scooby-Doo, well, no, uh, no, he's too, way too expensive. No, 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 no. Clifford, no, no. I don't like his writer. <laughs> Too big. Too big. Um, but I was going to ask y'all uh, if you've picked up any weird habits in this time mm-hmm. of like being home and away from people. Yes. I, I, I can go first. Um, I have definitely 
fallen short on the whole showering in the morning and also brushing my teeth train. Darren, and that's uh, this was going to be mine. Really? The showering specifically. Yes. Whereas and now I, I shower at night now, which I never used to do. I shower at like, I think at noon now, most days, because I will wake mm. up and uh, feeling like P. Diddy, and I will, <laughs> I will take my dog for a walk, come back inside, and then depending on how I'm feeling, most days I'm still tired, so I will, like I'll start making coffee, and then I will go on the couch and kind of just either scroll on my phone or just fall asleep again. And then mm-hmm. I will wake up and it'll be about 8.30, 9 o'clock and I'll start work <laughs> because there's people who got, are waiting on me. And then <laughs> I will literally work. just roll off the couch and onto the floor where a laptop is sitting and yes. then you just start typing. Yes. <laughs> and I will, I, will, I will start working and if I have a meeting, it's like, well, I'm not meeting in person and my face might be a little shiny. I'll put on a hat to hide my bad uh, bed head. Tied your shiny face. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, little sh- I'm a shiny boy. I'm a shiny the, boy in the, the morning. The hat, the hat sh- uh, shades your face, so you're less shiny. Yes, and I will take a <laughs> shower. Face. I will take a shower around uh, noon. I'll, I'll, I'll go on my lunch break, make lunch, and then take a shower. Um, mm. But I'm also failing to brush my teeth recently, which is gross. I realize, but what's funny is I went to the dentist recently. And I'm like, oh shoot, they're gonna like, I'm gonna have all these cavities, and I'm gonna have like, I, it's definitely gonna be like the worst news from the dentist, and they're gonna bring me all the shame in the world because that's what dentists do. Well, you've been eating too much of the Santa Claus pizza, so yeah, yeah. but well, like, then they're really also gonna be like, teeth. we have to remove five of your teeth, but we'll give you a half dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but if you put them under your pillow, we will give you <laughs> and one and one Chuck E. Cheese token. No, but I, but I went to the dentist and I was, I was like, surely I am going to have all these things wrong with me. And sure enough, they're like, wow, your, your teeth have actually improved since last time. And I was like, this is all a ruse. <laughs> this is all fake. So yeah. wait, are you, are you breaking the news? Are you breaking the news that it's all been a lie? It's been yes. invented by the toothbrush companies and <laughs> dentists are in cahoots to yep. try and sell us. And it's all just fake. I'm telling you guys, this is like when you find out that your hair, it will actually be healthier if you don't use shampoo. That is true. Oh, also, also a new habit I've picked up is not using shampoo. See, there you go. Just throw it all out. I you don't need ju- anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I use, I use just soap and conditioner <laughs> and the conditioner still, I mean, I have shampoo for like the, like if I like fall in a mud pooped on by a bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like. Falling apart. Yeah. If yeah, if you're in Chuck E. Cheese and definitely gonna want to shampoo after you enter a Chuck E. Cheese. That's for sure. But I've definitely I've definitely along with the not showering in the morning, definitely dropped the ball on brushing my teeth. And that is a bad habit because Is that uh, because you brush your teeth in the shower normally or what? I have done that. That is that is fun. That's like a little like, ooh, I'm being bad. <laughs> like I'm I'm brushing my teeth in the shower. It's like um, I'm cleaning the rest of my body, I might as well clean, clean the my inside teeth. of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, no, I, I, I would, I definitely like had the habit of like, all right, take a shower, you know, step out of the shower, dry off, brush my teeth, do, you know, comb my hair, all that stuff. Like that um, was, that was my routine. My routine is just all out of whack. Flex in the mirror. Yep. Um, <laughs> take a couple photos, send to my <laughs> wife. Say, say, 
what's this on my back? Just from the bathroom. <laughs> the door is shut. She's just sitting on the couch, just getting texts. <laughs> is this mole growing? Do you think it's okay? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I definitely am all out of sorts with my routine. So that has gone out the window. But luckily my wife has, 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 has asked me like, did you brush your teeth? Which I feel like a child <laughs> when she says that, but I, but I am behaving like one when I, what, but I, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before too, but for some odd reason, you know, there's just like some good routines and good habits. You're just like, I don't know why, but I'm just kind of adverse to this. I don't really love brushing my teeth. It just, I don't know. It's not my favorite thing to do. It feels like a nuisance. Do you have a, um, an electric toothbrush? toothbrush? I can't speak. Do you have an electric toothbrush or do you have a uh, an old-fashioned uh, stick? <laughs> I, I don't know what to... I have just a twig a straight from outside. Stick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a piece of bark that, like... <laughs> um, I had... Funny enough, I had an electric toothbrush for a while. And then I went to it... When I moved, I started going to a new dentist. And they asked me, are you using an electric toothbrush? And I said, yes. And they're like, you should stop doing that. Which is counter to what my dentist yeah. back in Denver would say, because he was I've like, always heard them try to get me to use electric. That's well, I think electrics want. are they're much softer on your gums, but they might not be as aggressive on your teeth. It's kind of this like, mm. but I, I again, I ain't no dentist. I don't know how many teeth are in my head, uh, let, <laughs> let alone whether I should be using uh, a manual, like an old fashioned toothbrush or an electric yeah. one. So the dentist wanted you to do the opposite of what Bob Dylan did. What did Bob Dylan do? He went electric. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it Sorry. was worth it. Was worth it for Darren's face. For the list, for the listener, I'm doing the chopping over my head motion, like over my head. Um, but I, I, I definitely was like, oh, okay. So I, I just started using a manual toothbrush. But I also am not a big flosser, which that's the thing that they just always like, pum- like they're just pummeling you to do. They're just like, just floss mm. already. Um, and I still haven't picked that up either. So I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I picked up a bad hygiene habit. Yeah, I just lied to him hmm. about that. They're like, "Do you floss?" I'm like, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> never. But I, yeah. I, th- I thought about that because they, they asked me how many days a week that I floss, and I think like, and I say like four days, which is a complete lie. Which I'm sure they know. Like they are, <laughs> like they're kind of. It's kind of like when you would lie to your parents, and then you find out years later that they always knew that you were lying. Like, mm-hmm. uh. I I definitely am like they whenever someone says, Oh yeah, I floss five days, it's like knock two days off of that if you're generous. Knock three days off if you're like being real. Yeah. And I think I always just tell them I do sometimes. Like I don't abstain, <laughs> which is true. I do sometimes floss. How many I'm days just a week not as consistent. How many days a week do you floss? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> well, like it's literally true. Like there might be weeks where like I do it two or three times and then a week where I don't at all. Sure. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, we're all human. We have good weeks and bad weeks with that, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, de- I definitely am like, never yeah, flossed f- in the shower though. Uh, I don't like flossing. It just, it hurts. I could maybe try. I'll try that out. Flossing in the shower. I'm interested in that. Yeah. yeah. I have done the floss dance in the shower. Have you? That's a joke. You, you should, <laughs> I don't, can you leave a link <laughs> In the in the show notes, so that I did not say I recorded it. <laughs> well, you... Kyle's got Kyle's got an OnlyFans now. <laughs> Just him doing the flossing in the shower. <laughs> it's got it's got it's what got bad habits? Speaking of, what so bad speaking habits? Of bad habits yeah. yeah, this is uh, flossing in the shower <laughs> revelation. 
Uh, I started flossing in the shower, dabbing in the shower. Uh, Brett, what uh, do you have any good or bad habits that you picked up during this weird time? Um, for me, I got habits hammered in my head the last my last semester over the summer, okay. um, doing sport and performance psychology stuff, um, and so it's such a huge part of what makes people good at what they do is just those consistent habits. So I'm trying to build a lot more of those into my life. And like the big one that I'm trying to do is more mindfulness, but I have a really hard time sitting still for 10 minutes. I feel I have such a hard time thinking. I feel like I'm doing nothing and I feel like a total waste of space as opposed to like scrolling on my phone for 10 minutes, which Mm -hmm. accomplishes nothing at all. Yes. But I'm like, oh, but I was, I was, you know, looking at these cool places. I'm like, no, you're doing nothing. Mm -hmm. But you're looking at my only fans. (laughs) Looking at Kyle doing the floss in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, I think for me, it's just been, I want to, I know how important all those habits are, but it's just so, it's so hard to be like, I'm going to sit still for 10 minutes and do nothing else. And it's, yeah. we're not trained to do that anymore. We're trained no. on like constant stimulation. So yeah. it's hard for Americans. I mean, it's it, me and my wife were talking about this the other day where it was like just sitting still and being comfortable doing nothing is very uncomfortable for like this. I mean, in America, like the whole like work is money idea is drilled into us. Like if you're not doing anything productive, you're not serving society or you're not mm-hmm. serving yourself. And then I feel like what we're finding out is like, Oh no, you should actually like take time for yourself and do nothing because it is incredibly healthy. It is a great habit. Um, and, and to be right. And it's going to make you more productive. Yes. Uh, so you, so you, when do you, when do you like take time to be mindful? Um, for me, I've been trying to build it into the morning routine. So I'm trying to get myself out of bed in the morning and then working out for like 30 minutes of some kind, just doing something to get me moving. And then floss dance. Yeah. My flossing in the shower, of course. Um, (laughs) It's a good workout. mm -hmm. And then trying to do it just immediately after that of spending time doing like 10 minutes of just breathing, which is torture. It is so hard to sit still and just, focus on your breath wait 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 wait. are you like are you like going on like sensei style like going on your knees and just deep breathing or are you just like mm-hmm. levitating yeah yeah i float but you know the mortal man <laughs> so like lifting up what bad the habits four finger, you... the four finger and thumbs like <laughs> yes what bad habits have you picked up mm, levitating you know just... <laughs> i'm levitating I can't all stop over floating <laughs> can't stop floating i'm like charlie in the chocolate factory <laughs> But yeah, I think most uh, of my bad habits are just like instead of instead of my alarm going off and being like, all right, I'm going to I'm like, now I'm going back to sleep. And then yeah. that just it just messes mm-hmm. up your whole routine for the whole day because it's like, yeah, I expect you to be up at this time and doing this thing at this time. And you're like, oh, wait, now it's nine o'clock. Yeah, I've just lost three hours of my life mm-hmm. to a nap. Brett, do you have the problem where because this is what happens to me if I have. Um, things that I want to do and I've like almost scheduled it out because I can be pretty disciplined if I put my mind to it Mm -hmm. but if I fail at it like say I sleep in or something 
the whole day is just fucked. Like, yeah. You can't do any of it. Like, you just throw it all out the window. Even yeah. if you still have time for some of it. You're just like, nope, can't. Yep, I am. It's the, ruined. That's totally how I am. I'm like, if I don't, yeah. if it's not perfect to begin with, it just falls apart. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is something I need to, like, I just need to build in fail safes of, like, even just blocking out time and being like, this is the time that I do this. And even if I fail at that, we have mm-hmm. this other block that I'm doing stuff in. Yes. That's completely different. And mm-hmm. none of it being reliant on the other. So what what have you felt? But again, it's just. No, 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 you go ahead. I was just going to say, that's the biggest thing we try and tell athletes as well, is that like you have a plan and then you have a plan B and then you have a plan C and you like, if you don't have a plan you're not getting the most out of yourself because you're not, you're just kind of leaving it up to luck of how things are going. Cause you're like, oh, I'm in a bad mood randomly. And I'm thinking about my girlfriend instead of focusing on the thing you're supposed to be focusing on. And you play like crap and it's like, huh, what do I played like crap? Yeah. You're like, Oh, it turns out that maybe you should have ways of getting yourself to totally lock into what you're doing yeah which Mm -hmm. is kind of you know one of those useful things for life of figuring out how to totally lock into something Mm -hmm. and being present into it so Mm -hmm. that that mental discipline of being like oh i need to make a plan and then i need to make a plan if that plan fails like that is like yeah like that's like mental gymnastics but also like pretty smart yeah but but it's it's i'm sure it's like a muscle you just have to like strengthen and, and flex and and really just like learning how to like yeah learning how to like plan for something that you hope to accomplish and also like make a plan if that doesn't happen and give yourself grace in the meantime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and like for half the athletes, their problem is that they can't ever shut themselves off. So then they, they never give themselves time to recover from anything. So then they just, they just end up falling apart because you can't sustain that level of focus for an entire game or whatever, or like, for yeah. runners, they end up injuring themselves because they can't stop running. It's like, <laughs> well, if I run, if I run an extra fifty miles this week, it'll make me so much better. It's like, no, it's actually going to make you worse because you didn't build any muscle huh. in that time period because you just destroyed instead of actually recovering. And the same huh. with the mental side of things. You can't just like, I'm going to sit down and do eight hours worth of work. It's like, no, you got to sit down. You're going to do an hour's worth of work, and then you're going to take five minutes to let your brain reset and then you're going to come back and you're going to have your productivity is going to spike because you're taking breaks within your day. It turns out like yeah. you need those cause you, you can't expect your brain to just go nonstop for eight hours. Yes. This is like, like even going back to like the mindfulness thing, this is why like, I think it is so important just to like almost like let your brain like deflate for a second, like just like, mm-hmm. hey, or like, like I hate this idea, especially now during these weird times, like like my my work I, I have my work on my phone now, like I have all my like messages and alerts and all that stuff and like not being able to like check out as easily of my work and it's this weird concept of like, oh, it's important for you to like detach from your work, even though like you might feel like you are being beckoned and you might lose your, you might, you might be afraid of losing your job. You might be being, you might be afraid that you're slacking, uh, or like losing any momentum that you have if you like take a break, but it's like, nah, you gotta recover. You gotta like, Mm -hmm. you gotta, your, your body has to rest. That's why we go to sleep at night. Your brain needs to do 
similar things for like yeah. your mental capacity. Yeah. And just taking five minutes is enough to like take five minutes, stand up, stretch your legs, clear your head, and then come back to it and do a floss dance. Do a floss dance. Exactly. Those are key. And like, em- be silly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Be silly for a second. Emails. What's next on my checklist? Be silly. <laughs> that's what it Perfect. is. <laughs> I feel like that's like a like like I don't know some like new age like writers thing. It's like all right at three o'clock play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the, the 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 annoying version of that is like when your employer uh, tries to incorporate it into mandatory things. Yeah, <laughs> mandatory fun is the worst. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's when it's like. It's like, no, maybe you should just, like, let people, you know, yeah. find their own. Yeah. <laughs> There's cookies in the break room. It's fun, right? You're like, no. I mean, cookies sucks. in the break room is, is the, like, the the nicest version of that. It's just like, hey, you can sure. just go get a cookie. As yeah. opposed to, like, you now have to play this game with a bunch of your uh, yeah. co-workers. <laughs> you and your co-workers have to lift up one of those enormous tarps together those colored uh-huh. tarps we've and then and fill out a questionnaire at the end about what you learned about teamwork it's okay because we catered some <laughs> chuck e cheese in so it's it's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not the good kind mm-hmm. it's not it's no pasquinis or whatever it was <laughs> pasquinis what what is it uh, pasquales i think pasquales. it would be really funny if they had just called it like uh what would be like you know like Charles cheese or something. You know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. it's the same name, but it's just like the fancy version. Rat bastard pizza. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be a so good, like that's it, a good bar. Ball name. pit pizza. Rat bastard. Yeah, that's, that's actually not bad. <laughs> or ball pit. I don't think that that's a place mm. that you want to attend. Mm. <laughs> ball pit pizza and wings. <laughs> I mean. B- on the on the on the topic of building habits, mm-hmm. like and since you're kind of studying this, uh, like, I mean, I know I've heard the whole like, oh, it takes like twenty to thirty days to build a habit or whatnot. But like, for yourself, like trying to build habits, like what's been what 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 have you like been learning? Um, one of the big things is just like, a, it's good to piggyback on another habit. So, if you know every morning oh. you get up and you brush your teeth. Then as soon as you're done brushing your teeth, you just build I mean, a second you, habit. You right. lost. You lost me. You lost I me. Thought... That's why you brush your teeth in the shower. <laughs> I, I, right, I shower right so before, that I can brush my teeth. Right before you floss. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just do just do everything in the shower. It's like just build yeah. it all into that. You could sit for ten minutes in the shower and breathe. It's and funny. Then... <laughs> you breathe in the steam. It's lovely. Yeah. I feel like I kind of do that in the shower anyway, so it's true. There's one place to get absent-minded. It's the shower. True. Yeah, that's why some of the best ideas come from you, come from there, because your brain, because you're giving it a break. <laughs> yeah, specifically from me. <laughs> what if Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> had a pizza joint uh-huh. Listening. Named, ch- named Charles Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only gold you can find in the shower. All right, so we are going to go to another break, and when we come back, we're going to play, uh, well, I'm not going to call it a game, but we're going to do, we're going to have some fun. Let's just say that. Some mandatory fun. Cookies in the office? We'll be right back with Scratch Track. <laughs> and welcome back to Scratch Track. 
it is time for a new segment that uh, I don't really have a name for. Maybe we can brainstorm a name. Okay. Um, I would, you know, back when we used to do Scratch Track in person in the olden times, uh, we would do something called Game Corner. And we're going to keep doing those kinds of things, but not everything maybe maybe fits into the category of game. So maybe it gets its own uh-huh. thing. I'm not sure. Can we call it the but, fun, the fun well? <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just Chuck yeah, E. Cheese. Yeah, maybe that's the fun well. The fun well is like the ball pit in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> the fun well sounds like a weird euphemism for like... Mm-hmm. Something something weird. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like it now that I've said so it. So the, the inspiration for this is this is something I've wanted to do on the show. Actually, back even when we were doing it before, but we never did it. But I thought Brett would be the perfect guest for this because Brett, uh, Brett has always been a very good listener. And he's always been a, uh, a helpful friend, a confidant. So I don't like where this is going. I don't <laughs> like where this is going. No, I you, feel like I'm being buttered up for something. You are not. I promise. So this is the premise. I have selected um, letters written to advice columns Ooh. that I will read. I've 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 pre-skimmed them. I have not read completely through them. Um, they're all fun for the most part. They're not like uh, depressing. Um, and we will just do our best to uh, answer these questions as if we were the uh, the person they were writing to. I love this. I love it. <laughs> okay, I uh, like this idea. We're just stealing. Yeah, we're just yeah. stealing stuff where they mm-hmm. wanted advice from other people. We're like, no, no, we got you. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it. We're podcasters. Thankfully, they'll be anonymous. <laughs> they, they'll probably never hear this. You know. Yeah. Um, when you make it big, so, Kyle. I'm not even going to say where I got these from. It's just going to be completely anonymous, although they are real, assuming that the person who wrote them okay. uh, was being honest. I like this. You know, I didn't make them up. That's just what I'm saying. All right. I've, I scoured the internet for good ones. So uh, are we ready? Should we do the first one? Let's do it. Okay. Here is the first one. And this one is a little bit uh, simpler, I think, than the other two. So we'll start off easy. All right. So here is what it says. Uh, dear Scratch Track, I'm, I'm editorializing there. Um, dear Scratch Track, I love my wife, but she plays the same two to three Taylor Swift songs at a high volume every morning and sometimes at night. I go out of my way to avoid playing music that I know she dislikes around her, but Swift is immune from complaints. <laughs> the same songs have played on a loop for months now. We are 38 and 37 with two small children. Although I don't begrudge her a love of cheesy pop, playing the same songs on repeat is pushing me to the brink. I don't want to pick fights about it because she is highly sensitive to criticism. Am I entitled to be free of the same songs on a loop every day? Or does a good spouse write it off as a quirk and suck it up? Help. Ooh. First of all, I'm siding with the wife because <laughs> I knew Swift you would. can do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing I want to know is what songs. Yeah, it would really help me. I feel Brett. Pick. I mean, pick your top Taylor Swift songs. Pick your top, top two. Taylor Swift songs. I feel like Brett goes first. Um. Okay, so we got probably like. I bet she's playing some "Shake It Off." Yeah, I'm gonna say this is probably 1989 period Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm thinking so too. Um, maybe some "Welcome to New York." She's feeling a little, 
especially because the writer <laughs> especially because the writer refers to them as cheesy pop songs so it's probably not country mm-hmm. no but i do love her country self um mm. i think you know as far as the advice side of things uh-huh. how can you not have a conversation with your wife you are 37 <laughs> years old and you can't be like hey honey can we just play something different uh-huh. i'm getting sick of this song right like <laughs> I've been married a year and it was like that that was that was not ever a problem for us mm-hmm. at any point where it's just like are you just not talking to your wife about anything any kind of conflict well it does say she's highly sensitive to criticism the this isn't did, criticism it's that. just saying hey I'm sick of a song it's not saying <laughs> you're a bad person it sounds like she might maybe take it just, personally though well maybe you get maybe he needs to get better at you know talking to his wife about things that they're struggling with yes that's it just seems pretty basic to be able to be like hey honey can we just find a different song to listen Mm -hmm. to in the morning what do you think it is like sick of it about that like i I don't know if you guys can even relate to the this person at all the 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 wife in this scenario where they just want to to play the same like it sounds like it's part of her speaking of our habits that we talked about yeah it sounds like it's literally just part of her routine where she just plays the same two to three songs on a loop that sounds insane yeah that's that's <laughs> i i've done that with songs where i've played them so much that it it is like i i need to take like a break for like i need to i need to have some solitude from them for a while where it's like if i listen mm-hmm. to this anymore i will hate it mm-hmm. um i used to do that with like i used to set my uh alarm to certain songs or like when i found out i could make like my ringtone a different song i would do that and what ended up happening was i would get sick of that song because i would associate it with my alarm and my so if she's playing this every morning it's like is she associating this with every morning or is this like her Mm -hmm. like is this her like time to get like pumped up and like yeah i'm it's just yeah it's just me a lonely woman against the world taylor knows it's probably (laughs) just like a um it's like a getting ready montage in her mind yeah. set to Taylor Swift's music. I of like, it's a good way to start your day. I, I feel like though, like you are 37, yeah. like listening to the same two songs every morning. Like has your life just boiled down to something that boring? Like mm. that's the best part of your day yeah. is those two songs. And no tell there's like, a new Taylor Swift album. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like not to, not to like completely dunk on this woman. <laughs> But I mean, the, the guy is no better for being passive, as Brett said. It's it's right. right he's right. he's trying to solve his problem through an advice column. I I say this is not good advice, but he finds two songs to play at the same time, <laughs> and when she plays her songs, he blasts his songs. And it's passive aggressive, mm-hmm. but like yeah, highly. that'll be that'll that'll result in some great great uh, relationship. Yep. Uh, progression. Yep. I think I, I I feel like that is his answer is just to blast two songs yeah. in response. Yeah, honey. If you get two songs, I get two songs. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the um, just have a conversation with your wife advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the. I'm gonna best go with choice. the basic, <laughs> simple talk to your wife. Uh, learn to communicate a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. she's taking mm-hmm. it as, if she's taking everything as an assault, maybe you're just bad at communicating with your wife, and you should yeah. learn ways to communicate with her that doesn't hurt her feelings. So also, how did the children feel about this? It's true. They mentioned they had children. Are the kids like maybe Who, she's doing it for them? Kids love Taylor, so and they also love repetition. That is also true. <laughs> true. All right. Well, 
hopefully we solve that person's problems. I'm sure they were listening and we'll have much You're to think welcome. about. <laughs> That's Scratch Track for you. All right. So we're <laughs> now... <laughs> Is that our is that our slogan? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. All right. This next one, it's it's about to get a little weirder. Uh, like I said, I didn't read through all these uh, completely, so if we if we hit something that's a little bit extra weird, I think you'll know uh, what was the initial idea behind this one. Okay, here we okay. go. All right. It says my boyfriend. Peter, which is in quotes, so I'm guessing that's not his real name. Big um, <laughs> <Fake> boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend, Peter, wants to break up with me. So that's how it begins. Wait, is this Dear Scratch Track? This is, yeah. Did I forget okay. to say that? Yeah, Dear Scratch Track. My boyfriend, Peter, wants to break up with me. Obviously, that's his right. I know that. But it feels like I'm actually being irresponsible by just leaving. Peter has always had an interest in the paranormal and things like that. So do I. <laughs> She's going to ghost him. She should ghost him for sure. Wait, 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 he likes wait. the paranormal. It says, uh, so do I, although I prefer M.R. James to actual real-life creepy places. Is that an author? I'm not familiar no with M.R. James. Anyway. Uh, over the past six months, however, Peter has moved further left of the socially accepted idea of normal. All right, here comes the kicker. He's become convinced that I am the reincarnation of an evil witch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I like this. And sure, maybe he thinks I'm an evil witch and wants an excuse to dump me. I'd actually be relieved if that were true, to be honest. Peter seems to really seems to believe that I'm an evil soul, though, and is quite sad over this. I just don't know how to navigate this breakup ethically and respectfully. He's not violent or a risk to himself, and there are plenty of worse conspiracy theories out there. On the other hand, he also wants to end a three-year relationship because he's realized he's dating an evil spirit. That doesn't seem like the decision of a healthy psyche, and this has always just happened in a relatively sh- and this has all happened in a relatively short space of time. He doesn't talk to his family. He's always said that they were weirdly religious, which seems irrelevant now. (laughs) And he's distanced himself from his old friends so he could find ones with the same interests. Right now, it feels like I'm the only person in his life with a healthy dose of skepticism. And that would be it would be irresponsible to just leave for saner pastures. But he's a grown man and he doesn't want me around anymore (laughs) since I am apparently unconsciously feeding on his purity. Is there anything I can do? He's obviously not inclined to take my evil inspired advice right now. That wow. is the question. <laughs> I, I got two thoughts off the bat. One, he is breaking okay. up with her? <laughs> yes. He well, wants yeah, to break she's... up with her because he thinks that she is an evil witch reincarnated. Okay. Who's slowly sucking out of her, his... But she soul. doesn't want to break up with him because she feels like he's not mentally well, I think. No, right, no, no, no. She's spiraling out of control. It's probably not a good idea to leave him. No, don't don't Florence Nightingale, this guy. Like you dump <laughs> You dump his ass. Like, you... You leave him. Um, second thing, okay, so if he wants to break up with her and he thinks that she's a witch, mm-hmm. is she in danger of being burnt alive? That is a good question. She did say he wasn't violent, but it sounds like he's kind of unpredictable. Well, but the church wasn't violent until they brought those witches in Salem to the to the to the burning pole. Yeah. People aren't violent until they are. Yeah. So I wish there was more I wish there was more information about what <laughs> led him to this conclusion i also like that you maybe she doesn't know i also 
like that you were like, and here's the kicker. Right after you told me that <laughs> he believes in the paranormal to a dangerous yeah, well. level. Um, <laughs> yeah, I it say, really spiraled out of control very quickly. Yes. Yeah. I say she convinces him to be a vampire hunter. <laughs> gives him a new purpose in life. Because that's a healthier Ooh. version of this. Yeah, she, well, at least she, she has a purpose. Yeah, she ta- until he starts believing that other people are vampires and hunting them. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Uh, but that's not her problem. She's a witch. That's not the same as a vampire. We're getting into we're getting to folklore territory here. So, mm-hmm. also, does he believe that? So he believes that she's a reincarnated version of an evil witch. Mm-hmm. So, is there like a specific witch he's citing from history that he believes that she's the reincarnated version of? Mm. That's a great question. That's a really mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that he's probably just crazy and making <laughs> shit up. So I don't think it really matters. You, you, just, you, think... you open a book and point to a name and it's like, yeah, I think you're is, <laughs> Isabel Crane, Ooh. you know? Brett, you brought up a good point. Maybe he's playing the he's playing the long game. He's not trying this to break up. This is what up. I was gonna ask. He's not pl- he's not saying I want to break up with you. He's saying you are evil and I must leave you. He's trying to be the good yeah. guy. Maybe he's using is... he. He's using it as a as a trump card in a way. Maybe it's just, just like you're an evil witch. We got to break up. <laughs> what, what can you do? Maybe it's his elaborate plan to get her to break up with him. Yeah. So Ooh, instead of Ooh, instead of being better. able to just break up with her, he they both know that they need to break up, but he's just going to slowly push her in that direction by calling yep. her an evil witch over and over again until yep. mm. she breaks up with him. It kind of sounds like she's over. So it though, my too. advice is just just cut it off at the past. Just yeah. break up with him. <laughs> Everybody knows where it's going. Maybe he's trying to sabotage you into doing this, or he's a crazy person. Both yeah. things probably yeah. not good for you. Again, so. why do you want to stay with this person? Well, I don't Get think she does. It's like it's 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 just a little bit of like she thinks it's a like she's like leaving him to uh mm-hmm. go even deeper i think mm-hmm. yeah and i mean three years is a long time to be with somebody so you start to you care about that person and you don't want them to just fall apart unless you but, find out that they're an evil witch yeah at a certain point you just gotta you just gotta let them find their own rock bottom <laughs> that's very nice if i was it. finding out that somebody i was dating was a witch <laughs> How would I feel about that? Are you finding out, that. or are you creating in your are, own mind? Are you, deci- are you deciding? <laughs> I like, I like the more different things. It's not listen. like you stumbled upon her cauldron and. I mean, listen. The letter does not She's like, say that. No, don't that. use that broom. He does that, one's, it. that one's for flying. <laughs> Hold the on. Sleeping brooms in the other closet. The letter doesn't say that she's not. Right. <laughs> I Maybe. feel like if you are an evil witch, though, that is reincarnated into this body, <laughs> you would just own it. The jig is up, so you got to break up with him before he really, he really finds out more. Witches need love too. Or you just boil Which up it... a love potion. 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 Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, so I guess I guess we're on the side of just is just breaking up. Although I think a dump is. I just want I just want ass. more info. That's more than anything. I want it. I want more of the story dump his ass hmm. <laughs> uh yeah i would like to meet this person can she be your next scratch track guest that would be awesome i'll see if i can track her down if you did that i would be if, so excited. if these letters were actually being written to us it would be a lot <laughs> we easier need a, 
You're right. You know what this podcast is missing is a real witch. <laughs> just just Google Google yeah. Peter in quotation marks. I think. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> there yeah. There can't be that That's many people right. by that name. It's, it's like an uh-huh. umlaut over a letter. He has quotations around his name. It's on his birth certificate. Also, this is one of those situations <laughs> where it's like you try and protect his identity, but clearly, like, if he is that person, he would it would be very apparent to him. It's not like yeah. you're reading that like, oh, that's strikingly similar to my situation. <laughs> oh, this guy Peter's having the same problem as us. <laughs> this guy Peter is dating someone who's an evil witch as well. That's weird. Oh, all right. Uh, Give us the next one. All right. Well, all right. This is the last one. Although I can find more if we're if we're feeling it. Um. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Dear Scratch Track, I am a marginally successful writer, which means family members often send me material to read, usually asking how they can publish it. I never this relish is, this these is requests. This is what I do to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> When's the last time I sent this you is, anything? This is this is my manuscript, Kyle. <laughs> oh, you oh you're saying you send me stuff? No, yeah, I send you the things. Yeah, we also people send Darren and I their podcasts all the time. That's not true. <laughs> um, uh, so it says I never relish these requests, but I try to be polite. I now find myself in a situation that I could not have predicted. Last year, my aunt announced her intention to become a celebrated playwright. <laughs> Congra- congratulations. Uh, Mazel. Mazel. <laughs> the best part about that is just announcing your decision to become celebrated. <laughs> Not that you're going to become a playwright, but that you're going to become a Obviously. celebrated playwright. <laughs> you don't want to be, yeah. you don't want to just settle for playwright. Yeah, shoot for the moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, she has now written her first play which she sent me to me unsolicited along with the request slash demand that I give her an honest opinion and pass it along to my agent. I told her my agent does not represent work written for the stage, but my aunt is undeterred by this complication. (laughs) Uh, Okay. This one's a little bit longer, so bear with me. Uh, Of course I procrastinated, but after several weeks of brushing off increasingly hectoring emails from my aunt, I finally forced myself to read her play. I was shocked. The play is a country home murder mystery in which the characters are clearly based on the members of our family. Oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, these portrayals would be quite vicious by any standard if not for the fact that each character is murdered one by one in extremely gruesome fashion. <laughs> I've always thought of my aunt as a very nice, if somewhat homespun type of person. She is a former preschool teacher who volunteers at an animal shelter and collects American Girl dolls. Ah, reference to a previous uh, scratch yeah, wow. track. Subject. I wonder which one won the battle. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, after reading her play, it seems I may need to rethink things. To call the work dark, not to mention mean-spirited, would be an understatement. All right, this is where we're getting in the weeds. Uh, for instance, the character based on me is presented as mincing, dripping, drippingly pretentious, and a fit. The character dies after masturbating with a poison dildo. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> wow. Uh, the twist at the end is that the heroic and brilliant Hold detective, on, hold on. I'm type. planning on seeing this play. No <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll plug uh, my ears. I'll plug I'm sorry, my I have to read going. as written. Uh, the twist at the end is that the heroic and brilliant detective, a Miss Marple type, whose first and last names rhyme with my aunt's, <laughs> is revealed to be the killer as well. Her stated, mo- stated motive, the world is better off without these rotten sorts. Uh, on the last page of the script, my aunt attached a post-it with the following note, handwritten in what I can only hope is red ink. Hope you have enjoyed my work of fiction. Three smiley faces. Um, As you can imagine, I'm unsure of how to proceed. For one thing, I'm honestly worried about my aunt's mental state. She continues to email and text, asking whether I have sent her bizarre play to my agent, when any reasonable person would know that I feel more inclined to send it to the cops. Perhaps more disturbing, my uncle, her brother, is hosting a big family reunion next month at his country home upstate. While it has been planned for quite some time, I can't shake the feeling that we might be all walking into a death trap. (laughs) Am I crazy to think such a thing? I can't tell anyone else in my family about any of this because it would hurt their feelings to see their own portrayals in my aunt's play. Um, That is it. (laughs) um, So we make this into a movie, right? We make this whole scenario into a movie because this is great. The, like, even deeper than, or like, the, the version where the aunt writes the play yes we make a movie about this happening of a guy receiving a play reading it and his whole family ends up being in danger this is great so i mean i don't know which direction do you guys want to go with this one (laughs) because there's there's a lot to take in although the thing that i'm just thinking is what so when i write and have written you, you are naturally inclined to the sort of base characters that you write on people you know. It's just helpful. Yeah. So that, that to me, makes sense. Although the, the reference about the, um, the rhyming of the names, or at least the name of the detective. Yeah, I mean, that's bad. It's a little, uh, that's pretty lazy, for one thing. Yes. Just from a writing standpoint. But, uh, uh, but I want to read this play. I don't know if she's a bad writer. What, like, like this, this play might actually be good. <laughs> That is that is a key. Yeah. Maybe maybe she was just element. envisioning that all of these family members would play these roles mm. in the play. She was just think, sort of casting. I think we might have had uh, a little implication that it's bad when somebody died from a poison <laughs> dildo. I think that was yeah. probably our first red flag of our writing wasn't top notch. Um, maybe you send it back to her and yeah. say try again. And, and how? It needs needs some edits. Uh, that's what my agent said. It needs some edits. You know, you can always just yeah. say that and just. Also, if if she's actually planning on murdering her whole family, why would she send this script to him beforehand? Yeah, it's a terrible. Unless idea. she was a cartoon why, villain, it, she's really telegraphing her moves yeah. through this way, which is like this feels like the key to like avoid your aunt and like her her devilish intentions. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. But do you think do you think that she like, she is sending it with the intention of like, uh, uh, becoming a celebrated I guess playwright? <laughs> yes, becoming a celebrated playwright. Yes, no, no of 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 hurting of hurting their feelings in a way of being like this is what I really think of you and just sort of veiling it in a in a in a part of me wonders if she might not realize that all of that all of those people are based off of her own family. She might have just been yeah. writing characters and not realized like that she's pulling from her own life. 
that's possible because mm-hmm. it doesn't she seems like she's like pretty nice she's a preschool teacher she volunteers at animal mm-hmm. places and like by all accounts seems like a pretty nice person just likes to write a murder mystery mm. i i mean personally when you mentioned that he died because of a poison dildo I'm I'm like put this on stage. I would see like I'm I'm with Brett. I would see this in a heartbeat. That would be awesome. Yeah. Also, if that was going to be the the method of of an actual murder, I don't know how she would actually pull that off. <laughs> I, I'm I'm like, hey, I'm I'm willing to see this. This this sounds great. So I I, I say you publish that. It was it was uh, Colonel Mustard with the poison dildo in the library. <laughs> Colonel Mustard. So it is. <laughs> Is Darren's advice to to steal her work, claim it as your own, and then make all the money, or just send, send it to her agent? agent. My, my my advice is like like the moment you see something like that, you put this on the stage. I don't think the stage has seen anything <laughs> quite like that. So you have an original idea on your hands, so you you run with it. Wow. Yeah, I think I would say that makes sense. I mean, if you really want to just cut this off at the pass, you just keep pushing on the fact that her agent doesn't handle the plays and you can't do anything about that. Just say you read it. Very nice. Here you go. You'll have to find another way to uh, get this published because it's not uh, coming mm-hmm. through me. I mean, that's my real answer. Yeah. I mean, if you like genuinely want her to do well, then you can give her some feedback on what you think. As long yeah. as you're... Or you just punt, whichever. <laughs> I, I I would love it in the liner notes if it was just like, is this person me? <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, is this supposed to be me? Um, mm-hmm. And then the jig is up at that point. But that sticky note at the end makes me go like, she is very well aware that this is a thinly right. veiled uh, uh, ploy yeah. for her whole family. Um, yeah. that That is the part that is a little extra strange of, of just like, the like, hope you enjoyed this work of fiction, smiley face. I mean... Granted, she made him read the entire play. She got him to read the entire script. So, uh, or or I'm presuming, but I, I I think you would have to read that whole story to to get to that that point. Mm-hmm. So maybe this was a way for her to just double check that he's reading the whole thing. Oh, you think it was just a a trick? It was a test. Yeah, yeah it was you a passed. test to see if he actually reads. The, yeah, it, it was a test to see if he actually reads his family's like full stories. Hmm. But I don't know. Conspiracies abound with this. Yeah. this is maybe maybe the ant is a reincarnated witch. Ooh, maybe these are all the same person. <laughs> she should break up with her boyfriend and yeah, uh, and she plays Taylor Swift too much. <laughs> well, no such thing. Uh, hopefully, if any of those uh, uh, letter writers were listening, they got some good advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Hey, we 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 gave an honest answer. That's the least we can do. Yeah, I felt like all of my advice was uh, spot on. So. Nice. Well, that is the end of whatever we decided to call this segment. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll brainstorm. I'll I'll, I'll 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 be thinking this week. But uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're coming up on the tail end of this episode. Uh, our beers are empty. Our 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 Hearts our cheeks are, are sore from smiles, and I hope yours are too. Hope you enjoy this while you are doing the dishes or walking the dog and uh. All manner of things. Anyways, uh, Brett. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we we do we do plugs. If there, but I want to expand plugs for our guests, not to just like uh, Twitter or things you got going on, but rather to things you want to yell out into the world. This is your microphone for your moment. So uh, tell us what you 
uh, want to s- tell us what you want to say, and uh, it'll be on the internet forever. Brett's face is very um, puzzled. For me, I think it's just shouting out, starting a business, trying to do the performance psychology stuff. So, if that's something you're interested, or you know somebody that is interested in doing kind of learning the performance psychology side of things and learning to um, my focus is trying to build up the leadership qualities within your athletes and trying to get them to, you know, have a high level of character to be able to consistently perform. Um, so if you're interested in any of that, there's um, my last name, Cotty's coaching um, K A T T E um, on Facebook. And then it is, uh if you want to check out the website um so if you're interested you got in Cotty, good for you you got your name it was a close one i fought off a Before couple i got i have i have brettcottysucks.com <laughs> a much better website it's better <laughs> I, <laughs> kyle just puts up all of his um all of his philosophy yeah, yeah. at brettcottysucks <laughs> i uh i want to plug the scratch track, uh, just the pod itself. Uh, I'd ask you to rate and review us, you know, the thing that most podcasts ask you to do, but we'd like to see what you guys think of us and, uh, uh, see if you can get us a little bit to the top of the, the, the pod podcast charts. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, we got, we got a Twitter. You can hit us up there. Scratch track pod, uh, on Twitter Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, coming up on the end here. So, uh, Brett, as always for the, third or fourth time thank you for being here well i don't get plugs well i i I'm sorry you were pl- you can plug i i, I was plugging <laughs> i really he's don't have plugging, he's been plugging all of his suck sites i'm sorry yeah go to brettcottysucks.com and uh you'll be in for a treat <laughs> that's my plug that's it <laughs> yeah i actually don't really have okay <laughs> well uh brett thank you for i just didn't want to be ignored i'm sorry uh brett thank you for being here uh always a always a delight you are you are you are you are the best at this <laughs> better than we are thank you thank you for having me as always uh i'm hoping that you guys can really promote this one and get it up to the top of the charts again oh, yeah. top of the pops that's where i like to live is that we like to be at the top <laughs> so as long as i'm beating michael that's all that matters <laughs> former guest michael you're up so <laughs> um, yeah, so from all of us here at Scratch Track, we'll see you later. So long. Um...